Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan T. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan T. Adams, and on today's show, we have Akbar Sheik, who is a part of the Two Comma Club. And if you don't know what that is, that means you have created a funnel that has done over a million dollars in sales. I know everybody that's watching Russell Brunson, he always says, you're just one funnel away from a million dollars. Well, Akbar has, has done it, and he's going to share in the show not only how he's done it, but also how he went from homeless to, to creating that million dollar funnel to coaching others. He's helped others get to seven figures from doing different funnels. He talks about the whole process. I mean, this is very inspirational. Like just his story, literally how he like lived in a closet for a while and how he got his first few sales. And some of the things I always share with you on the show about being persistent and being all in, like he talks about this and how he got his first couple sales, which led to a few hundred dollars to a few thousand to 30,000 a month. And, and how <laughs> actually it took him only his third funnel where he got to get to that million dollar funnel. Uh, he's going to share the specifics, how he's done it, literally the psychology behind it. Even he shares about testimonials, how people do it wrong, the guarantee, all of it. And then he shares about how he sets goals every day, how you just got to do it. There's some great advice, not only for if you want to create killer Facebook ads or the funnels that is. If you want to have success in sales, but also just in life, I love this show. Honestly, this is one of my favorite shows so far at all the 200 and some episodes I've done. You're going to get a lot out of this and there's some great insight and his vision alone is he's such a humble guy with a great vision and wanting to do big things. But before we get into this show... I want to direct you all to AccelerantMediaGroup.com. If you're looking to build your personal brand, if you're looking to get exposure, build your online presence, awareness, and learn how to do some great marketing campaigns, and we've done some huge campaigns with people such as the Think and Go Rich Legacy Team with John Lee Dumas, Kevin Harrington, the list goes on. If you want to look like a rock star online and do some huge campaigns, you need to contact us. Go over to AccelerantMediaGroup.com, check out everything we got going on there, but also, you want to build your brand? Hey, I'm your guy. We have the group to do it. We're excited. We would love to work with you. Just check out everything we got. Go on AccelerateMediaGroup.com. If you have questions personally for me, feel free to send me an email, Brandon at BrandonTAdams.com. So let's jump right into it and learn about how to create the million dollar funnel. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brendan T. Adams, and on today's show, we have Akbar Sheik, who is somebody I just got introduced to by a mutual friend, Laura Peterson, who is big into copywriting and, and does funnels herself. But I'm excited to have Akbar on the show to share, obviously, how he's been able to be a part of the Two Comma Club, but his story, how he got started, where he even led to doing this from psychology of selling, from his experiences, everything else. So first off, welcome to the show, bud. Thanks, man. It's an honor to be here. It's, uh, it's really great. Appreciate it, it. It was good talking to you. I always love, you know, it's funny when you can talk to somebody. We chatted here last week for like a half an hour 
And when you chat with somebody, you can just be on the same vibe. Like you, you understand the same things and, and just appreciation for things. So I really appreciate you as a person. And I'm really excited Thank to share you. with the audience how you even got to where you are today. Share your background. So just start off, if you could just share where you even grew up and how it led you to this world that you're in today. Yeah, man. Um, gosh, it's been a crazy ride. Uh, born in San Francisco, California. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. Um, raised in Connecticut, though. Um, and that's that's really where I'm from. Oddly enough, I ended up back in San Francisco. But when I went back, I was uh, homeless. <laughs> um, so that was kind of the transition from Connecticut to San Francisco. What, what led? So you went from Connecticut to San Francisco. Why? What was your reasoning to go into San Francisco then? So... I was basically an entrepreneur my whole life. Um, I was, I did all sorts of stuff. Um, sold cars, uh, flipped. I had like a wholesale automobile uh, industry um, business. I had, uh, I was flipping houses. I was in uh, furniture businesses. I, I had all sorts of stuff. Um, but one day, I guess while I was in retail, I realized I somehow got got into retail somehow. Yeah. And I actually never truly liked anything I did. I I hated flipping cars. I was really good at it. I did like um I had like a wholesale operation. I hated flipping houses. Um and then I got into retail. I probably hated that the most. <laughs> um so it's just like everything I did on entrepreneurial, I just absolutely hated it. Um and I just couldn't do it anymore. It just ran it really ran me down and I just deteriorated as a person. I just got really overweight. Developed a bunch of bad habits. Uh, I guess I was depressed, uh, anxious, uh, just just a nightmare. I mean, I call retail kind of a self-made prison, yeah. right? Where you're kind of in this box and yeah. like your constant problems are coming in and it's like there's no real progression and the customers, you know, this high end, like the customer's always right, but these customers are maniacs and it's like, yeah. you know, I hated it. It's not for me. Some people are obsessed with it. It's not my cup of tea. I, I didn't like it at all. So I just kind of, honestly, I just kind of broke down, man. And I couldn't do it anymore. And um, so I just, I, I walked away from everything. I couldn't do anything. And I, you know, I, I lost everything because of it. Um, but it was one of the best decisions I ever made in my life was just leaving that life and so, everything that it contained. So you left your basically safe job where you had a regular income doing retail and moved to San Francisco. Yeah, I, was, I started fresh. I just left everything, right? Because it, I got to the point, I mean, it was, it was a business. And yeah, I've had success in business before. But, um, you know, I was in this retail business, couldn't do it. Literally, by the time I left, things have really deteriorated for me because I was like, my mind was out of it for a yeah. while. So when I left, I really left with nothing. Um, and whatever little bit I had, went to San Francisco to start a new life. I, I don't know. I just went, kind of, I just migrated looking for a new life, to be honest with you. How, uh, and I always loved San Francisco. <laughs> how long? So when you got to San Francisco, how long were you homeless? Um... I was homeless for about a year. I was homeless for about a year. So basically when I went there, I pretty much had no money. And I'm looking for offices. I have no idea why I'm looking for offices. I have, I have no no business and no money yeah. to even rent an office. But I'm, I'm looking for them anyway. And went to this like weird kind of like shady office building in some back road in some like suburb of San Francisco. And um, lady showed me around. And, and the tour is almost over. And this is almost like as if it's a scene from a movie. The tour is almost over, and there's this like little 
door in the corner and it's like this small like dark like corner and i'm like what's over there because <laughs> i'm just curious and i was asking these stupid questions and she's like oh no that's that's the phone room that's the electrical room that's where they keep the wires for the building and i don't know what, what happened to me inside i was like i don't know can i see it like you know who the yeah. hell wants to see the phone room but i'm just like can i see it so she's like, I guess. <laughs> she's like, All right, whatever. Uh, so she opens the door, and it's basically the size size of like a, a good like a, like a good walk-in closet, like a good size walk-in closet. And I'm like, look. And I just told her my situation. I said, look, I got to be honest with you. I've got no money. I've come here to start a new life. Can I live here? Um, there was no windows. There was like these big vents. Actually, it's funny actually because you see, can you see these vents over here now? It's funny because now I pay a lot extra to have like a home with exposed vents <laughs> and all this. Um, but so, wait, wait, wait! Did you live in the? Did you live in the closet? I lived in the closet. Yeah, I lived in the closet. She, she said yes. She said yes, and there was no windows, no hot water, no bathroom, nothing. But she, she felt she was kind of a hippie at heart, and she saw I was in need, and she said, "Yeah, wait, yeah absolutely." So, what did you do for like shower and stuff? Like, was there? A place so I, uh, yeah, I mean, so basically, I just uh, ten dollar a month gym. Uh, kind of right down the road, and I just went there uh, and, and, and showered there. Uh, you know, and if I needed to shave, so yeah. I, I took, I had a hot plate and I had a pot of water, and I warmed it up, and I just kind of washed and used my kind of phone as a mirror, and, Dude, you know, I, the dollar blade. I can, <laughs> I can relay. I, I uh, it, when I did a lot of traveling at the beginning, when I was bootstrapping, I would, I would instead of getting a hotel, I'd sleep in my truck. But what I would do is the LA Fitness, I would get a pass right. and shower there, but I would. Con them in to give me a free week pass. <laughs> right, right. I, I had the same thing, right? It was a free trial. Yeah. Um, that seemed to never end. You know? <laughs> so when you're in that experience, what was your mindset? Like what was going through your mind with thinking about your goals and what you want to do next to be able to get out of the current situation you were to prosper, make money, and, and start something new? I I knew I was looking every day for something, right? And, and frankly, I was looking every day for something for years. Because remember, all these years I was in entrepreneurship, I, was, I never really enjoyed what I, what I did. Finally, somehow, some way, actually on Craigslist, on Craigslist, I bumped into you know some online course, and I saw, I just it was as if I was like reborn. It was almost like as if it was divine, honestly, like a divine intervention. I saw everything, like. Kind of like the Matrix when, when you know, Keanu Reeves realizes he's the chosen. And I kind of like, not to say I'm, I'm that, but I, I just saw like why the colors are this way. Why is this guarantee over here? Why is this showing the value? Why are the testimonies this way? And it just all added up to me. And I'm like, this is freaking brilliant. I, I, I was honestly, I, I fell in love instantaneously. And I was just like, I got to do this. I, I got to make you, money online. Do you remember the course? It was... Um, Honestly, it was a uh, digital franchise. Uh, it was it's not famous or anything. It was some digital franchise where they sold kind of high ticket items online, kind of showing you uh, selling informational products online. Um, so I was like, "This is awesome!" You know, I love it. So Say how it how what, how old or how long ago was this? What, when did this? When you had this aha moment, where you're like, "Oh, this this is what is possible." Yeah. I think what okay where okay hold on I've been in Dallas now for uh, one two and this is about like around about three years ago something like that it's around about three years ago so yeah. so what did you do then um I didn't have any money you needed some money to join this court to get this course to get in this training I had one the last thing I had in my name was some inky dinky 
and it sounds a lot cool, a lot more expensive than it is, but it's like rinky dinky hoopty. It was an old 1986 Mercedes. Yeah. You know, like one cylinder. <laughs> and, um, it was the only thing I had to my name. It was the only thing. And I needed a car because that back office was like, you know, in the middle of nowhere. Could, so I, I had I, in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I put in all my chips. I sold the only thing I had left. I sold my car. And I took that money. It was only 2000 bucks, by the way. And I took that and I bought that course. Uh, and I bought and I got into that training and I got into that. Um, and I remember the first month. And this in the summer now. In the first month, I'm on the phone every day trying to close the deal, close the deal, close the deal. I didn't make a single sale the entire month. What were you selling? Information, uh, like a high, like high-end informational product. Like um, basically, it was digital trainings on. It was like mindset training, and um, you know, uh, it was like mindset training, basically. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Tony Robbins type stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, the whole month I was like, Shh, Nikes, I have no car, no money. I put basically what I did is I said, look, I'm going to put, I'm, this is actually important. I went with such a different mentality. I said, listen, I'm going to make this work. Like I'm going to give this my absolute all. It's not, I'm not going to dip my toe in the water. I'm going to go all in. Like I even, you know, sank the ship, I guess I sold the car. I had no, I, I had no choice but to make it work. And I think looking back, that was a, like a vital kind of turning point for me is the mindset I went into it. To kind of further cement that, the first whole month, being on the phone every day, I didn't make a single sale. At that point, honestly, from my experience, 99% of people quit. Frankly, they don't last a month. They'll go for like a week or so, and if they don't make a sale or if they're not making any money, they're out. Yeah. Right. So I said to myself, I said, listen. At that point, I said, look, I can give up. God knows what's going to happen then. Or I said, let me take a look at this. Look, I'm on the phone every day. I'm talking to people every day, but I'm not closing. So... There's something wrong here. It could be my messaging. could be yeah. the people I'm talking to. could be X, Y, Z. So I said, let me tweak. Let me tweak. The system is not necessarily broken. Maybe it's something I'm doing, right? Start recording my phone calls. Start listening to them. Start trying different things. The next month, made my first ever sale online uh, in this world. It was 500 bucks. Nice. What was that yeah. like? Honestly, dude. Oh, yes. No, you know what? It, it actually wasn't. It was. Just, it was I was. I was honestly like this. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, like, I just went into it with that hardcore mentality that this is not that this might work. This will work, and I'm gonna become a millionaire doing it. And this is going to work. You know. So then, when I got that first sale, I was like, yeah, of course, absolutely. We got a lot more work to do. You know it, what I mean? It's so important going into something all in because a lot of people, I think they, they dab yeah. their foot into something and they don't just right. jump in. And, yeah. and then once you get that first sale, it's, it's like addicting. And, and then it's like, it, it, it gives you, it gives you uh, a mentality of I can do this. And then it's much easier to get more sales. So after that first sale, what, what did you continue to do to build off of that success? Honestly. And the, one of my favorite quotes about entrepreneurship is that, um, you know, entrepreneurs are willing to live a couple of years like nobody else uh, like will. Nobody, like, will, and so they can live the rest of their life like no one else can. Yep. Right. So I mean, I, I just love that quote because I, you know, remember sleeping it's my in the favorite. closet. Yeah. yeah. Favorite quote. <laughs> well, I, honestly, after that, the next month, I, I think I made two sales. Uh, then I went to three. Then I went to four. Then I went to two thousand a month, four thousand, five thousand, ten thousand, thirty thousand. You know, I kept going in this trajectory. Um, and I just kept growing, growing, growing. Uh, and it, and honestly, just started with that one sale, you know, that one $500 sale. So, so what was it like for you? Because a lot of 
people are in the transition trying to scale things. They get a few sales, yeah. but they, so what did you do to, to help scale that, to get more revenue? Did you charge more? Did you use the testimonials from the past clients? Like what did you do, the, the key thing you did to scale? It's a great question. I'll say there's a couple of things, right? So the first thing is like I always love, I don't know why, I love whiteboards, right? And I'm always, and I love writing notes and stuff. So a couple of little hacks that helped me. One thing is that every day, I have to do three things that's going to take me forward, right? Because the the factual thing is 93% of businesses actually never grow. They never scale. So I call them like money-making activities, although it's a cheesy name because I don't really look at it that way. But it's really three things that is, that is going to grow my company. And I do that every single day. What you actually have to do is you have to write your goals down. Like, okay, I want to I want to uh, make it here. In order for me to make it here, I need to do X, Y, Z. In order to make X, Y, Z happen, I need to do all these things. So it ends up being a bunch of check marks, you know. So I'm just writing all those down, taking a piece of that every day and making sure. Because the formulas are all there on how to scale. It's just a matter of are you doing it or are you just stuck working in your business instead of on your business, you know. So you're setting daily goals. Setting daily goals. I have a friend who's um, on the cover of a fitness magazine, and I was like, yeah, dude, I need to get into shape. I recently lost a bunch of weight, but I need to get like toned. And he said something so beautiful to me, and it's, it's so simple, but it really resonates. He says, bro, there's nothing to it but to do it. <laughs> and if you, if you know anything about like working out, it's true. There's no magic secret. Just you want to get in shape, just go to the gym. do it. You just do it. You know? <laughs> I love that <laughs> saying. You know, so like my buddy John Lee Dumas, he's been on the show before and he has a freedom journal, which helps you set and accomplish goals. And the right. one thing I'm always big on, I see most entrepreneurs is what allows them to become successful is always setting daily goals, weekly goals, monthly, because a lot of people, they're doing so much work, but they're actually not doing work that moves the needle. And they, they may be working hundred hours a week, but only getting like 30 hours of productive work in. Yeah. And you're right. It's just doing it. it. It just making the reach outs every day. It's a numbers game and writing down what you need to do and crossing off as you do it each day. Yeah. A couple of mistakes I see people making all the time as to why they're not growing is that, like you said, right, they're working in their business so much and 100 hours only being productive 30. My advice is, and I, and I tell this to some people I work with on a one-on-one -on -one fashion, is that keep a journal of what you're doing all day, right? Keep it all week and let's talk next week. And they are like shocked. And we were both shocked. I said, listen, how much are you worth an hour? And people are always undervaluing themselves, always. Oh, I don't know, 100, 200 bucks. No, listen, you're probably worth a lot more than you think. So let's just say, for example, you're worth 300 an hour. Now let's take a look at your week. Okay, you've done 10 hours worth of, of BS that you could have actually outsourced to a VA to do at $20 an hour. Now why are you at two, two $300 an hour working on tasks that you can outsource for $20 an hour? And, and no one ever has an answer for that because they, they never thought about it that way and they're not attuned to it. So I always say, con you, you know, everyone has their God-given skills. Everyone is, you know, focused and passionate and, and brilliant at a couple of things. Focus on that. Outsource the rest. I love that. And I, I'm going to make a point here to build off of that because this is for people that are working the 95 or they may have their business to support another. And I, I once had a person go through my accelerator and he, he was an Uber driver. And oh I, so in 48 hour span in a three day, actually three days, he could make $400. And I said, how many hours is that? And he did the hours. I don't know if it was like 30 hours or whatever it was. I said, okay, let me ask you this. You have this offer. If you spent 30 hours 
reaching out to people nonstop asking for the sale. And let's say you're selling a $500 product. And let's say you, whatever, we're just throwing a number out here. Let's say that was 300 reach outs. I said, couldn't you, if you spent that st- time instead of working on Uber, if you spent that time reaching out to sell something, couldn't you get at least one or two sales? And if you did, that would result in $500,000. Wouldn't that make more sense than doing Uber? And, and that's the thing I wanted, and I'm sure you're gonna, you can talk about Like That's the thing I want people to get is if you spent time on your business, it may take a little longer to get to the cash flow. But once you do, it's all for you. It's not for somebody else's company. Uber drivers, man, drive me crazy. Um, <laughs> honestly, no, I'll tell you, it's so funny you said that. I was recently I was in between cars because, like, for me, because I was in the car business, I actually hate cars, so yeah. it takes me forever to like pick and choose. So, um, I had to take an Uber everywhere for a couple of weeks. What's happening is all these like super attractive males and females, young, nice cars. You know, like kind of reminds like like a bunch of college kids and and, and older than college. And they're driving these Uber, and I'm like, I'm like, I remember when I was younger, the quintessential cab driver was kind of like this, you know, smelly middle-aged guy who couldn't really speak English. I'm like, what are these guys doing driving an Uber? Break? And they're telling me they're breaking their back all day, their feet are hurting for like 100, 125 a day. And I'm sitting, I'm like, what? Finally, I muster up enough kind of, you know, shamelessness to say, um, <laughs> you know, I would love I to be ask, there. Yeah, can I ask you like, why do you do this, man? Or why do you do this, sir? It's like. You know, you're, you're good looking, you're young, you have a nice car. What is the meaning of this? What they told me honestly changed my perspective on things. They said, listen, I don't have a boss and I make my own schedule. So I'm thinking, oh my God, they're willing to do this mon- useless monkey work because they hate their boss so much and they hate having, you know, someone having control over their schedule so much that they think this is the answer, you know, and it just like really kind of broke my heart or it really kind of opened my eyes to like the opportunity because I got to tell you, there is uh, a lot, you know, there's much better ways to, uh, to be, you know, have time freedom and financial freedom. There is, and this is a point I really want to take away because you and I both understand it. You need to value your time. What, what you know how to do, focus on what you don't. You hire the experts in that field at that hourly rate. Right. And, and when you're, you're going, and I like to, I mean, for deals that I do, I mean, when you charge 10, 20 or more thousand dollars, and people are going to get more results, but wouldn't you rather try to focus on selling that $10,000 product than selling, I mean, hundreds of people at a, a smaller one? It's it just a numbers game. And I, I think the thing is most people don't realize that they have the ability to do it. They do. They just don't have somebody like us to tell them, you can do this. It's very possible. No, it's true. I really highly recommend a coach for all aspects of your life. I mean, for example, I'm just uh, hired in, uh, hiring a nutritionist and uh, a trainer because I've actually lost a bunch of weight on my own. But I don't. I, to be honest, with you, I hate working out. So I'm actually actually just paying someone to kind of force me to work out and, and hold me accountable. It count, accountability. I'm lucky enough. My girlfriend is a trainer, so she trains me oh, every single go. day. Okay, well, but you like, are lucky. <laughs> but it, it, it's having that accountability. We all need accountability, even if it's coaches or mentors or masterminds. And so I want to I want to transition in, and I know a lot of listeners are excited to hear this. When did you get into ClickFunnels? When when did you get into creating the funnel for selling online? Um, that was um, actually right around a year ago. A year ago. About a year ago, yeah. So what what made you want to jump in that? Because you were selling these different packages, you were selling online. What yeah. did you see an ad by Russell Brunson? You're like, you know what, this is one to try or. You know, well, honestly, it's funny. Um, 
Gosh, I don't even know. It's ClickFunnels, is, and it's funny because ClickFunnels is one of those things where people just get in and you ask them, "Where did you find?" Like, oh man, I don't even know. Because it's like it's so out there. And it's Russell's part of your subconscious, such, yeah. Yeah, he's done such a great job with just putting it out there, and, and people don't even know how, but they all just get it. So, honestly, just bumped into it. I mean, I, I believe everything happens for a reason. So that's really my answer. <laughs> so you just bumped into it, and then what did you do? So, the, I mean, we did a, a lot of things with it, you know, a lot of things uh, I do have, uh, you know, like an NDA where I can't necessarily talk about a lot of this, a lot of things. But I mean, you know, a lot of things were done on ClickFunnels, um, did coaching on ClickFunnels. We did, uh, I, you know, we did some mattress, actually developed a mattress business. Um, you know, we did, we sold uh, language courses. So we did a lot of different things on, on ClickFunnels. And, and ClickFunnels really is um, well suited for a lot of different businesses. It makes things easier and actually uh it it really paints you a clear picture if you're looking to to develop a business so let's talk about this because it's about the copy that you create the persuasion of the sale if we're going to create let's just throw an example we're selling a program and let's say it's uh some business program that helps you with your business if we were going to sit down with a listener right now to create the the page what would it look like let's let's get a visual image for others to understand how to even create Mm -hmm. a page that doesn't even know how to do a funnel yeah so that's a great question. What I do um, is I'm, I'm kind of like a funnel coach, right? So somebody will come to me with their funnel that generally sucks. And they'll be like, <laughs> generally sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because they wouldn't come to me if, if it wasn't, right? So, um, you know, that's some sort of income, right? They're at 100000 a year, 50000 a year, 500000 a year, and they're kind of stuck at that and they don't know, you know, how to grow. The first thing I do is I scan the funnel and I actually look for what I kind of call EPOP, Right. And EPOP stands for Ethical Principles of Persuasion. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? It's because people, you know, would ask me, hey, man, you know, okay, you're homeless and now you're doing all this stuff. How, how did that happen? Like what specifically did you learn that got you success? And I would always kind of be like, because I never thought about it. I always kind of be like, oh, you know, listen, it's just hard work, determination. Um, God is great. Um, not, don't give up. You know, that sort of stuff. And that's all true. But then, like, I, you know, people kept asking. So I finally sat down and I fleshed it out. I'm like, all right. What is working? Why is this working? And it really boiled down to seven, what I call EPOP, ethical principles of persuasion. So that's what I look for first. You know, is there uh, reciprocity? Is there? Are you presenting this as an authority? Are you so, showing social proof? Um, you know, so on and so forth. All these kind of uh, EPOPs. That's the first thing I look for. And ninety-nine point something percent of the channels don't have all these things. Uh, and each one of these things carries a deep, you know, psychological benefit. For example, um, so many people are not backing up what they're selling with some sort of guarantee or some sort of – I actually guarantee – I actually think guarantees are outplayed. What I do is something a little unique and it's like, for example, let's just say you're selling a course on how to run a successful podcast, right? Yeah. Um, and it's called, I don't know, The Mega Podcaster or whatever. The Mega Podcaster. The Mega Podcaster. <laughs> That's the worst name I could possibly come up with. But um, – <laughs> In your funnel, I would have something called, you know, the mega podcaster promise, right? And it would probably have a picture of you to the left with your signature underneath. And it would be like, this is my promise. You buy this course, you're going to get the latest information that's working right now. You're going to get real-time support so you don't get stuck on any modules. Um, All these practices are proven and tested. Uh, and then if you follow all these modules and you do not have a, a successful podcast with at least a thousand followers within 90 days, you're going to get a full you know, refund and you can keep the course. Just giving an example. But what I'm actually p- 
creating there, what I'm painting there is actual virtual handshake where I'm putting my hand on your shoulder, I'm yep. looking at you in the eye, I'm shaking your hand and I'm promising you ethics, quality, this is real, this is not some online BS, this is going to help you. you know, because, and then once that profound connection is made, that click is a lot more likely to happen. So it's basically showing them, hey, if you do follow this, you go through the steps, you will have success. And if for some reason you don't, you, your money, you get back. A lot of people say 100% money back guarantee, but they don't actually say, hey, if you go through every step that I share with you, you follow this, you're going to yeah. do X. Yeah, I mean, that's gotten played out now, if you ask me. Like the whole, like, you know, people just slap a badge, like money back guarantee. I mean, that's kind of become like background noise now. Yeah. So that's why I feel that I've found that when I've done something more in depth and more detailed, the conversion rate is actually higher. Um, so I mean, that's just one, one element and it's about really gaining trust and saying, you know what? I trust this guy. I trust this. We're going to, we're going to move forward. But it's, it's also, so with the funnels that you create, then you obviously do you have tripwires lower in product because somebody that doesn't know you, you got to build trust with them. They, they're not going to buy your thousand dollar or $5,000 product right away. You first got to get, yeah. maybe a, how, what is your viewpoint on that? You know, it's funny. What kills me is. Well, honestly, I mean, look, there's no secret here. And if you don't, well, if you don't know this, maybe it is a secret. But one of the biggest drivers for people buying is uh, really monkey see, monkey do, right? I mean, if somebody sees that their peer has found success, the chances of them buying skyrocket, right? Basically, people are hardwired to say if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for me. If it worked for him, it'll work for me. So honestly, one of the number one things you can do to increase sales is to show proper social proof i say proper because people are doing the most insane things they're showing like a two-page testimony right they're showing like this completely random testimony that doesn't even make sense if you show testimonies in the proper way structured and put at the proper place in a funnel um that's probably you know the one of the biggest things you can do and what kills me is people's like oh i don't have any success to show people <laughs> that kills me because I, I didn't have anything i was in a i was in a closet and the thing is Go work with someone. Like it shouldn't take you very long. You can get some sort of successful testimony pretty much immediately. Like for example, I mean, even recently, like I wrote an email, a couple of emails for a guy. The second I sent it to him, he emailed me back and said, "Man, these are uh, these are literally some of the best emails I've ever seen." Now, yeah, that's me after a while of learning. But the thing is, if you're selling something, obviously you're good at something. So go work with someone, even if it's for free. Get some results and then showcase them. You know, there's really no excuse for that in my book. And, and even if at the beginning, maybe you just do the work for them in return for a testimonial to to, to show that and then go from there. And, and don't you suggest they, they should probably do it if they can, a video testimonial saying? Text is good. Uh, audio is, is, is great. And, and video is the best. Video is right? the best. So, you know, you want your text in there, but you definitely want video because that's always – and there's a formula to that too. So all these things are kind of easier. Oh, okay, get a video testimony. Oh, okay, get some short testimony. But it's not just that. There, you know, there's a formula to it. There's a, a format to the video. There's a I'll – give, I'll give you an example. Here's a great format for a testimony. Ha, keep it between 90 and 120 seconds. I don't know if this is too detailed, but I'm no, going to give it No, this is exactly what audience okay. was here. <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean, because people are always getting away with this stuff. Oh, give a testimony. Well, that's nice. But, you know, how do we do that? Um, keep it under 120 seconds if you can. 
format is this where were you before you got my product in your like on your journey where were you before you got it how did you like it meaning was it you know how was the support how were the modules easy to follow what is your result afterwards meaning oh now i'm actually selling you know 30 percent more clothing online whatever the hell it is and the fourth thing is do you recommend it to anyone and if someone's getting results, that natural kind of emotion is going to pour out of them. And you could tell that genuine kind of like sparkling in the eye, like, hey, man, this really helped me. And because people, when, when people are, you know, fortunate enough to have goodness kind of thread into them, they want to spread that like a caber. They want that light to be shouted out to people. You well, know what I mean? Oh, when I get a good experience or a great product, I like make the point. I, nobody has to ask me. I'm just right. getting, and I do it. Sometimes I'll just share it on my shows because I'm just so happy with the experience and the product that I have. Right. So, so, so one of the questions my listeners uh, wanted to ask you was, <laughs> there's a couple of points to this. First off, how many funnels did it take before you got to the two common club? Like how many funnels did it take you to get to that, that right funnel? <laughs> um, not a lot, to be honest with you. I mean, remember, I was in the internet game for probably two years before I got into ClickFunnels, so not a whole lot, honestly, because that it, it was really kind of probably like the third funnel. Oh, now you're ever like, <laughs> you're making it sound too easy. I, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it, but yeah, it's true. It's true. But, you know, it's, it's, it's cheesy, but it's true. You really are only one funnel away, and I would say, you know, not to be cheesy, but measure twice and cut once because – you know, there's no need to test too much. There's like a proven formulas that work. You, there's no need to reinvent the wheel. You know, I mean, get a little traction on some soft launches and stuff like that, but really hone in on a winner. Spend most of the time in prep, right? And then and then launch it to, the, to your target audience. I mean, there's a lot of steps to it. You know, there's a whole procedure to it, but the formulas are there. You know, it's just a matter of getting getting those formulas, getting an accountability partner, just making it happen. So, so what would be your advice to somebody that's just jumping into ClickFunnels now, that's motivated, wants to get to the Two Comma Club? Would it be find somebody like you, or like what is what is uh, the advice to give them? So they, I mean, they don't know anything. They, they see ClickFunnels, they see Russell Brunson saying, I mean, everybody's saying you're just one funnel away. What's yeah. your best tips to them to be able to hit it hard and, and try to have the best chance for success? Everyone today is super lucky in this internet game. You're, you're extremely fortunate because what it is is you have endless people out there. Um, you, have, you have the Russell Brunsons of the world, and then you have a whole tier under them who are, who are phenomenal as well, and then you have a tier under them who are great as well. All these top guys are all competing with each other, so to speak. And how the more competition they have for each other, the better it is for you. So what, what has happened now is there's phenomenal content that's worth – hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions of millions of dollars and it's all there for free because what's happening is people have to give their best content for free to kind of hook you into their world to get your email address to put so that you can go in their funnel yeah so right now you the first thing i would say is take advantage of that in a respectable responsible way let me give you a perfect example what ends up happening it's funny i was looking for a book usually i'm at my desk and this is my, my daughter's book. I was just going to show you a book. I'll, I'll just use this book as an example. What people are doing right now is they're going like this. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I can't wait. Oh, man, definitely. We're going to make it. This, that's the wrong way to do it. The right way to do this is to take one chapter, right? Read the chapter. Take the notes. I can't believe I'm using this, but take the <laughs> chapter. Read, uh, take the notes. Do, close the book. Do not move on to the next chapter unless you've implemented these notes. 
right? Yeah. The power of like a book, man. I mean, I've attended, I'm sure you have to like super expensive weekend masterminds or conferences. I mean, I recently went to, uh, you know, a cheaper one and it was 5,000 for the weekend. Um, I got to tell you, these books that you can buy for $20, you know, from Barnes and Nobles, honestly, they have just as much value as these super high-end conferences. You know, there's a lot of people like, oh, man, I wish I could go there. I can't afford this $25,000. Guess what? We've been there. They're great. But can I tell you something? Pick up a great book. You'll get just as much value if you implement it properly. It, it's so true. If you, I mean, just singing a couple. People of, don't want me to say it. You know, people are hosting but, the $25,000 Rico. You know, but. But, but no, it's true. If you actually read the book and do a chapter at a time and actually implement it, that yeah. book, the lifetime value of that is, it could be millions of dollars if you take it and do with what you're supposed to do with it. Yeah. And I agree with you. And, you know, that's, you know, you see what Russell Brunson's doing now. I mean, he's doing, honestly, what he's doing right now is a genius, like marketing, and, and he's building so much awareness by giving the book out for free, but you pay for shipping, and then it leads right. into his funnel, and, and the conversion rate's very well. And he's paying other influencers to actually promote it to their audience with their own ads. And, right. It, it's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. But you're right. We live in a world where it's never been really easier to make money online and it's just some of these things you got to follow what's out there and learn and then do it for your own way. Exactly. I mean, you know, you want to talk about an ROI emails marketing has a higher ROI than anything else on the planet that I know of real estate stocks, even cryptocurrency, whatever the hell that is. But it's, um, it's actually, 40 to one, meaning for every dollar you invest in email marketing, you'll get 40 back. Oh, wow. You know, that's, that's a proven statistic. I've experienced that in my, in my life. And, you know, you can make an extremely serious six, seven figure income with, with actually a very super tiny list if you cultivate them right, if you talk to them right, if you treat them right. So what, what are some of the products that you sell or any offers you do on your funnels today? I know you said uh, mattresses is one of them. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, it does really well. It, it, it you know, it, it's 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 definitely like a two comic thing. But I don't really care about that to be honest with you, because at the end of the day, it's a mattress, and you know who cares? Um, if I stop selling mattresses tomorrow, the world's not going to stop. You know, <laughs> it's cool at all. But these days, I'm doing a lot of things, man. I'm um, I'm doing a lot of coaching, a lot of like funnel coaching, where I'm helping people scale to seven figures. Um, yeah. It's probably one of my primary focuses. I'm um, writing a book. Um, I'm actually one of my dreams now is I'm developing because I told you I lost 50, 60 pounds. And I noticed that a lot of people are stuck in business like who have some sort of income. I look at a person in like orbs, right? There's like a, a physical orb, like physical health, mental health, relationship health and all these different orbs. And like it's kind of like a car, you know, and if two of these orbs are off, it's kind of like you're driving a one cylinder car. You know, you're put putting through. You're not getting any progress because you're going to die at the end of the block. Right. So. First, I say you got to be healthy to, to, to really scale a yeah. business. Honestly, like if you really want to take a step back, the first thing you need to do is be healthy. You need to be physically healthy. You need to have some mental clarity. You need to be in some sort of healthy relationship. You know, you need to be well-balanced and well-grounded. I find only then can you truly find some tr real success in business. So one of the things I'm working on is to actually create like a, a club, like a men's club, specifically men's because like, you know, um, men, men bodies are different. Women's bodies are different from a, a molecular point of view. And I want to help people go through the similar transformation that I went, you know, where I lost 60 pounds, where I got into a healthy relationship, where I became uh, more spiritual, you know, you just got clarity. Then when we become better 
you know, human beings, better brothers, better husbands, better sons, better people. Uh, and, and the same exact goes for women, of course. Um, then you can take your business to seven figures and then it's not a problem. Strong mind, strong body, strong soul. I, you yeah. know, and I look back in my journey, there was times where I didn't focus on all the areas and it, I mean, it affected me, but my mind was thinking, a lot of entrepreneurs think, if I work hard enough, I can work to the top. Well, if you, you don't take care of your fitness, your health, if you don't sleep enough, if you don't take care of your relationships, that's one thing that entrepreneurs sometimes they, they lack in, they don't focus in their relationship, and it's going to lack. And it's troll. And I acknowledge you, and, and, and it's awesome to see what you're doing because that's a common goal for me. I want to help people realize if you do all these things, it's not rocket science. It comes out, just do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. And, and you're going, you're going to see success in your life. So what, what is your vision? I mean, I know one of the things you want to get more homeless people off streets and get beds for them. What, what do you want to focus on? Like your, your why, what do you see doing helping other entrepreneurs get to seven figures? But what are some big things you're focused on? Like coaching these people? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm a little weird, man, to be honest with you, because Me too. even, yeah, <laughs> Even when I, I mean, I'm sitting here and I, and I couldn't care less, but I'm sitting here like on this, on this marble table. But when I was homeless, my coffee table was, it was a cardboard box. And, and honestly, I got to a point towards the end of my homelessness where I was content and perfectly happy eating off my hot plate, you know, and, and now, you know, life's really different. You know, we're living on the water and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to get into all that. But the key is why my big why as to why am I doing all this? Because Truthfully, I'm very happy in like, you know, some small one bedroom condo somewhere. But why am I doing all this work and why am I doing all this stuff? Honestly, there's a massive injustice in this world happening right now. There is 20 million people who are dying from starvation. Mm. And that kills me, man, because honestly, I don't get involved in, in a lot of things. But when people are dying because they don't have food, I don't know. It kills me. It's just wrong with yeah. all the money in this world. And it's like all these big corporations are making all this money. It, should, it, should, it just should not be the case, yeah. you know? So my big why is honestly to help, you know, and I don't want to sound cheesy that, Oh man, I want to save lives. But in reality I do. Like if I can prevent people from dying by giving them food, in reality, my dad always taught me, don't give fish, give a fishing rod. And I'm a big believer in that. So I don't want to buy like tons and tons of food. I don't. I want to build like farms so that now that farm can cultivate food for generations to come. I'm more on that side of, of, of the track. So that's really what I want to do, man. I really want to help um, save lives. I, I, guess. I love it, man. We have very similar goals. And I, I salute you for that. And I Thanks, it's been fun having you on the show. So for you, what would be your advice for the listeners? And this could relate to anything. What's your best advice for somebody wanting to get in business or just have success in business? What would you leave with them? Know your skills. Uh, a couple of things. Know your skills. Focus on that. Outsource the rest, right? I mean, I'll tell you a quick story where I know a guy in the capital of Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut. He owns half the town. Uh, literally half the town in wow. real estate. And I asked him, I said, how'd you, he's a buddy of mine, I asked him, I said, how'd you do that, man? He said, I start off with one house, uh, one two-family house. And he said, here's the secret, though. Nobody in the world hires a property manager to manage one property. You manage it yourself? He said, I did. He said, I concentrate on what I do best, and that is acquiring properties and getting deals. If I dove into the day-to-day -day management, I never would have built this empire I have today. So immediately from day one, I outsourced everything and I concentrate on what I do best. Now, a lot of people say, hey man, I can't hire 
you know, a lot of people are starting off saying, hey, I can't hire, I can't afford to hire people. Yes, you can. Start by getting a VA, part-time, 10 hours a week. And then with that time they save you, you're going to make more money than they're going to full-time. Then you'll have a full staff before you know it. Believe me, like, like I do now. So um, start by day one. Start small and just grow. That honestly would be my, one of my number one advice. Read every single day. Um, but don't keep reading unless you implement what you've read. So I want to tell you to read every day. Now think about that. That means you're implementing what you read yesterday. Yeah. You see, so don't keep, don't read tomorrow if you didn't implement what you read yesterday. Um, I know Warren Buffett reads three hours a day, so you know you don't have an excuse. Um, read every day. Focus on what you do best. Outsource the rest, and just focus on three activities a day that will take you to the next level, man. Keep grounded and honestly live. Change your mentality. You can do this by waking up with positive affirmations on a daily basis. Live uh, a life of abundance where you're where you end up being super thankful for the smallest things. Lunch, breakfast, air, moving my fingers. I can see, I can hear, I can taste. You know, remind yourself of these endless favors that have been given to you. Live in that and, and you will find yourself transformed if this person is constantly kind of grateful for the smallest little things. Oh wow, the TV turned on when I pressed the button. Oh wow, I can I have the energy to flip this page in the book. Have yourself in that mindset and you'll see doors opening that you, you never thought uh, imaginable. So much good stuff. That last like three minutes of advice is take that away. You guys run with that and you will That's have- That's a $10,000 weekend, the summary of a $10,000, $25,000 weekend for you right there. See, right this podcast show alone, see, you, 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 right here, this is worth ten grand. It's worth a hundred if you do, do it right. And So where can people find you? But if they want to connect with you or hire you for consulting, uh, where can they find more about you? Yeah, man. Uh, check out my website. I actually have a masterclass, a free masterclass that shows uh, how we build several seven-figure funnels. I mean, it's, it's no fluff. I actually break it down. I break down all the EPOP, the ethical principles of persuasion, and I, I'm really like an open person, and I, I give you like my best gems. That's actually free. Um, check that out. That's worth a ton. Uh, that's at my website. So that's uh, myname.com, A-K-B-A-R-S-H-E-I-K-H.com. Um, yeah, man, hook up, check that out. Hook up with me on Facebook. I'd love to connect. And, uh, I think my masterclass has helped a lot of people. I hope it helps you too. And it's my real honor to give it to you. Thank you so much. I highly suggest everybody check that out. I'll have it on the notes for everybody listening. Really take this advice against the I mean, this is some good stuff. I I've learned some great things and it's good to surround yourself with them kind of people that can reconfirm what you know, but you need to actually act on. And yeah. the big thing too, Akbar is like, writing down your goals every day and just doing it, just do yeah. it. And you <laughs> clearly stated that. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad to know you and looking forward to Thanks, just Brian. getting to know you more, bud. And yeah. for all listeners, you know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great and become unforgettable yeah. because you know life what? is too short not to. Yeah. You know what, by the way, that made me uh, realize I actually am writing down. I have like all my notebooks. It's like a stack this big of everything I've ever learned from yeah. when I was homeless to where I am now, everything I've ever learned. And I'm actually turning that into a book. And, and the book is simply a manifesto of every single thing I learned and everything you can do to build yeah. and scale into where, a seven-figure business. Where, where, where can people find the book? That's being released on – it's going to be on Amazon. And if you go to my website and get on my list, I'll mail it. But that's being released on August – I want to say 14th. August, August 14th, is, that's being released. So what we'll do is I will be sure when that time comes out, I will do – what I'll do is I'll announce to everybody and I'll even put it out. And I want, I'm looking forward to get it because this show itself is great. Send me a copy. <laughs> send me a copy and uh, 
<laughs> thank you, but again, everybody, and a thank you, bud. I appreciate you coming on the show. Until next uh, time, y'all. We'll see you such later. Such a pleasure. Thanks, bud. Peace out, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show with Akbar. I mean, this guy has done so much. He's so humble. And, and just to show anything is possible, go from homeless to, to where he is now. He's created million-dollar funnels. He's helping people get to seven figures. And he's doing it all for the right reasons, the psychology behind it. Highly suggest going over to the show notes at livetogrind.com. Check out everything we have there, the video we have of this. And also his offers. I highly suggest if you are looking to have somebody consult with you on doing funnels and and just for creating it for your business, contact him. This guy knows his stuff. And we talked afterwards on, after the show. And wow, like talk about a guy that's so passionate about what he does, but he's a genius at what he does. He makes it look so easy, but there's a lot to it. If some of you know that uh, do Facebook ads and trying to create the right funnel and going tweaking it and changing it, like this guy knows his stuff. So check that all out. I, I hope you enjoyed this, and I hope you're enjoying all the shows we have coming out. We have so many other great shows to come. If you have any kind of feedback for me or anybody you want to hear, feel free to email me, brandon at brandontadams.com. I love getting emails. I love hearing from all of you on uh, just something you liked about the show. Let me know what you liked, what your, what's going on in your life, business. I mean, I learn a lot from you. I do when you reach out to me or just snap me at btadams18 on Snapchat, btadams18. Well, that's all I got. And for all of you, you know what time it is. It is time to go out there, create something great, and become unforgettable because life is too short not to. I'm Brendan C. Adams. Have a great day, everyone.